Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? It's Dr. Shonda, the culture psychologist, and you are now watching the Pagey Dr. Shonda channel. Listen, we got some things to get into today. I want to dig into Taraji P. Henson, her discussing pay inequity, especially amongst Black actors and actresses, and also how people are kind of paralleling this to Monique's message that she had talked about five years ago. And what was the difference in responses? Does colorism play a role? Does desirability play a role? So we're going to hop into that. Make sure that you guys like the video as the intro plays. I am Paging Dr. Sean. So, I am the, the doctor. And I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. Yeah. Welcome to the Paging Dr. Sean, the podcast, all things related to the black culture. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode. Listen, we got some things to get into today. I have been meaning to get on this topic as soon as it broke because one of the things that passed through my mind when this was going on uh, with Taraj P. Henson, she's currently on a press tour, is, yo, didn't Monique say this a couple years ago? Um, so we witnessed two different responses from both actresses and from people who have been witnessing their uh, statements, who've been listening to their statements. So we're going to hop into that. So if you've been living under a rock, you probably should be up to date on some of, uh, some of the things that we're going to discuss. So apparently Taraji P. Henson, she is currently on a press tour along with other actresses such as uh, Danielle Brooks and Fantasia and Oprah. And if y'all haven't seen Color Purple yet, I advise you to get into it. And make sure that you guys watch the deep dive that I did on the psychology of color purple. But all in all, they are currently on a press tour. And so on the press tour, as you guys saw uh, the viral clip, Ms. Taraji P. Henson uh, just eloquently spoke about the emotions that she's experiencing related to acting and how um, the, the wages that she's being paid is not fair in comparison to what other actresses might be getting who have been in the game about the same amount of years as she has, who are not Black, right? Her non-Black counterparts. And so a lot of people had mixed responses. People um, are, are really looking to like advocate for this like what what else can we be doing like i've heard podcasters talk about like okay how can we change this because this is not right like she's been in so many things she's like a you know household name or whatever so like how can we kind of make change other people who i feel as though like if you have a different perspective in terms of like well you know it's more money than i make or whatever it's, it's because you you clearly don't understand like how this works right so if you're talking about and someone brought up a, a good example on I think it was Facebook. Somebody posted like a lot of y'all are saying that like, well, she makes more than the average American. So she should be satisfied. But imagine going to work and recognize and learning that like your coworker who does the same amount of work as you, who has been in the game the same amount of years as you is getting paid more. Right. That is the, the feeling, the experience that Taraji P. Henson expressed. Right. So we're not talking about somebody who's working at, you know, UPS or like any other blue collar type of jobs. And there's nothing wrong with those jobs. But we're saying with someone at that level who have been having roles as the the roles that she's had like leading roles uh supporting roles like benjamin button like so many different things like she's saying she should be paid more because she was paid for instance a fraction of what brad pitt made in um and benjamin button 
right? So that's basically what she's saying against uh, she's been getting mixed responses. But I think all in all, people are willing to hear her. People, uh, mostly I've been hearing more so supportive messages and um, strong likelihood, like people are going to continue to rally behind Taraji P. Henson. I think she will definitely get more roles be like after this. Like, I don't think that her brand is tarnished. I, I think that she did what she said what needed to be said. Like, uh, the people need to know, like, listen, this is unfair. This is how black women are being paid in, in this profession. And this is not right. So salute to her. I think she did a great thing. The problem with this conversation is um, somebody pointed out, a few people pointed out that Monique actually said the same thing about five years ago. Right. And so if we remember, there was a different type of response that we we received with uh, Monique, that we witnessed with Monique, right? So many people labeled Monique as difficult to work with. I did not see that with Taraji P. Henson. Many people have uh, said that she's been blackballed, right? She's been allegedly blackballed from uh, Hollywood or, or black Hollywood or however you would define it. Uh, and, and if you would, you know, like if, if we want to think about it, like we really haven't seen uh, Monique acting in any major roles since, since that, right? So like any, um, anything like significant, like a, a precious, right? Um, granted, she's still a great actress. Her acting skills have not changed. She she has not, you know, like her, her skills are amazing. She's still a great actress. But why was there such a difference in the way in which the message was received? And why was it such a difference in the way in which people responded to these two different actresses who were saying the same message? Why, what was that difference, right? And so a part of my theory, I was just sitting back like, thinking like, are we really analyzing how these two individuals, these Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Two black actresses had the same message but are getting different responses. Um, and a lot of that, I believe, is a result of appearance, right? So if we are really going to do an in-depth analysis of this, I think that we have to go into this uh, recognizing things that Black women experience because of the intersectionality of oppression. We experience uh, things related to tone policing, right? So that, and for those of you who might not know what tone policing is, tone policing is basically when, especially um, like a Black woman, uh, we, we're communicating something, we're allowing our needs to be heard, expectations to be made or whatever. But in, instead of focusing in and honing in on the things that we're saying, our tone is often policed. Like you need to be quieter. Or I understand what you're saying about racism. I understand what you're saying about pay inequity, but you could have said that differently. That's tone policing. And we also have to keep in mind, and I made a post about this on TikTok and y'all asked me to do a whole podcast on it. I haven't had a chance to record that yet, but it's coming. But I basically was talking about how oftentimes when we do say a message, and tone policing definitely plays a role, but the degree to which an individual is policed can often be uh, mediated by desirability, colorism, and, you know, like, like fat phobia, like all those different things can impact the way in which we are policed as Black women. And so a part of the reason why I believe that uh, Monique received the backlash that she did when she said this same message five years ago is because of the desirability aspect because of the fat phobia aspect, right? And even one can argue even the colorism aspect of it all, right? So if we're thinking about it, when we are talking about like an actress like Monique, who I believe is beautiful, right? Both of these sisters are from uh, the Mer well, Monique is from Maryland, um, Baltimore, Maryland, 
Taraji is from DC. Like they are sisters from like the East Coast. I would say they both from the DMV, but some people don't, you know, associate Baltimore with being in the DMV, depending on who you ask. So I'm gonna just say they're amazing sisters from the East Coast. But um, they very much are like different women in terms of like how they look, right? And so again, they're both beautiful, but let's think about it. Monique had a whole role in Hollywood with the Parkers where she was basically seen as the undesirable woman, right? She was always a good woman. She always, they her, her character, she knew how to cook. She knew how to cater to her man or whatever, but they constantly talked about her weight, fat phobia. They constantly, you know, she was the one chasing around Professor Ogilvy, like, hey, Professor Ogilvy, like that was her, like that role was her. She was often seen as the one who's undesirable, right? So when black women, when we, you know, make these statements, when we we are uh, upset about something, we want our, our needs to be heard, our expectations to be voiced, and they're met with things like colorism and met with fat phobia and met with, again, like desirability, and we don't have features that are more closely aligned with uh, European standards of beauty, then yes, we are going to be more policed. We might be seen as being uh, more problematic, uh, difficult to work with, uh, essentially leading to blackball, i.e. Monique. Right. And I don't think that we saw that same type of backlash with uh, Mr. Raji P. Henson. And so that is my theory. And even if we want to kind of go further into it. Right. So if we're we're talking about Taraji brought up, um, Mr. Raji brought up pay inequity. Right. So thinking about pay inequity, uh, because I'm a firm believer that racism literally is everywhere. Uh, of course, there's different pay. Uh, the, the what we call the wage gap is relevant right? Amongst black people and white people, right? So amongst black America and white America, there is certainly a wage gap, right? So black people um, tend to make less than white people because of, again, the wage gap. Even when we uh, control for factors such as gender, right? So um, thinking about black men or um, white men and like the black population, they're going to make more. White women in comparison to the, the white, the black population, they're going to make more. So even if we think about like within group differences, right? So within the black community, there are differences pertaining to pay inequity. So researchers have even discussed and, and studied how there is pay inequity when it comes to colorism. Individuals of, of a lighter complexion are more likely to be paid more than individuals with a darker complexion or individuals who are deemed as less desirable, right? So there was even a study that looked at how the wage gap between white Americans and black Americans or the, the wage gap between uh, lighter skinned Americans versus darker skinned black Americans is larger than the difference between black Americans and white Americans. So it's larger. So colorism, racism, all these things definitely play a role. It plays a role within the group that we experience. Racism plays a role between the group, meaning black against uh, black with white people. Um, and also, like we have to keep in mind how desirability plays a role. So as we are listening to these women, we are listening to these sisters. We're and just to kind of like go back to that that um, that research that I, I stated. So that is some research and knowledge that I learned from my sister, Dr. Sarah Webb, who was an amazing. Uh, I believe she's a sociologist, but she's actually going to be on the podcast in a few weeks. So you guys may want to tune into that because we're going to talk about the uh, pay differences amongst. Uh, black Americans and how colorism does play a role in that and the difference in that. So shout out to her. Um, but yeah, so when we are listening to these black sisters, when we are listening to uh, their personal experiences, I encourage y'all to identify your own emotions that might come up with that um, and your own thoughts and what's driving those thoughts. 
could we be again like shaming someone because of desirability or shaming them be or feeling some type of way about them because of colorism are we policing their tone right and so i encourage all of us to kind of do the work because we are all impacted by white supremacy there is not a person under the sun who hasn't been impacted by it so that's my take for today i hope you guys learned something from it i want to hear about what you guys think in the comments because i'm open to all perspectives um and let me know what topics you guys want me to a review next. So again, it's Dr. Shonda, the culture psychologist, and I'll check y'all next time. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's.